So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Joe P. <laughs> and we're asking him some questions today about his upcoming EP, Emily Can't Sing. So congrats on that, by the way. How do oh, you feel you. about the response to the announcement so far? Good. It's cool. I mean, like it feels like the first time I've ever been like, hey, I am gonna release music and videos and all these things. And there's like a good amount of people that are like, oh, we're excited. So it's different. Yeah, I'm I'm like excited about that. So yeah, it's good. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Very happy to hear that. Thanks. Of course. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP name or cover art? Yeah. I mean, the cover art, I don't know. That that was more, it doesn't really represent anything. I, you know, don't think too hard into it. But okay. like, you know, I mean, the the title is, yeah. I mean, like Emily can't sing. It's, I saw so my girlfriend's name is Emily and she really is very, very, very bad at singing. And I just kind of was like, oh, this is, this feels good. I think I had it written down somewhere as like a title because I'm always just like jotting down title names and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, so I did that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I recorded her singing a song and it's on the EP and it's like very bad. And I was like, I kind of like this. I like like the it's she's so good at everything else that I was like, I like that this is the one thing that I have. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, and singing is the only thing I can do. So I don't know. It just it's it all comes down to I really like how it sounded um, and it has like a personal thing to it. So it's like, all right, I've always wanted to try to have a personal like thread through everything I do. It's good. Is that the interlude track that she's singing on? Yeah. Yeah. OK, yeah. <laughs> that that made me look like double check. I'm like, am I oh, still yeah. listening to the same fucking thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Uh, totally different thing. But yeah, it's her. All right. Uh, so can you tell us a little about your writing process for the CP? Sure. Um, it all happens in this basement, which is crazy looking. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot of just, you know, it's just me for the most part. So it's like just playing loops of things and running in circles around my basement and recording stuff and grabbing this microphone and like, you know, just saying the first thing comes to my mind. And um, so I don't know. I'm always just trying to build on things and not i'm aware that it's just me so i'm very aware of like i know i'm gonna get out of hand i'm gonna get too you know i'm gonna put too many tracks and too many things because i'm gonna get so in my own head so i try to keep everything really really minimal and then i bring in my friend chris who plays drums on everything um and he's like my fresh eyes and ears on everything that can just be like hey like maybe make this bridge twice as long or half as long or things like that and then i do it and i'm like wow i would have never thought of that so it's always important to have someone come in and help out and kind of give you even if it's not a producer like in a formal sense um you need something like that or you will kind of get lost in your own head um but yeah it's just a lot of that and a lot of just like when i uh, when i make lyrics I usually lay down some kind of bed of a song first, like a, you know, some kind of loop or a structure. And then I'll just sit here for like two hours with this microphone and just anything that comes to my head, just say it. And it's usually just sounds. And then like one word comes out and I'm like, why did that word come out? And then another word comes from that. And then I start to, it's like reverse engineering the lyrics. It doesn't, I very rarely sit down and I'm like, I'm going to make a song about this today. Here I go. Okay. I've almost never done that. It's usually like it happens to me. And I just go. And then once it's all out, I look at it and go, oh, I think that's, oh, that's about that. Oh, okay. Like, or sometimes <laughs> the song is out for like two months and then I hear it one day and I'm like, oh, that was about that person or that was about this thing, you know? Yeah. So it's weird. It's a, it's a, it's very like, I'm not very conscious of when it's happening, but yeah. Wow. All right. Solid. Haven't gotten the answer that you're that like the lyrics that someone's putting out, like what they're writing about is subconscious never gotten yeah. that one before so that's it's weird it's it's like it's there i mean at least the initial part of the process is i try to just kind of like 
throw it all up. So I'm not because as soon as I start trying to edit as I'm going with the lyrics, mm-hmm. it, they get really bad really quick. Yeah. So <laughs> usually I just I, I literally think of songs and especially lyrics as like they already exist. They're already there. They're just like you need to be ready to hear them and get them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of how I view it. So it's more like when I start putting too much of my actual brain into it and like try to do it, I start being like, oh, I'm killing it. Like, I'm just like taking all the energy out of it. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, with lyrics and writing and things like that, you know, I try to, you got to like trick yourself because it's obviously natural to want to control it all and be like, oh, I, I'm going to make this lyric so good and people are going to love this line. And that's always the line no one gets or cares about because it's like, they don't, there's no, you know, human connection to it because it's way too specific to like me thinking that I'm clever or something. You know what I mean? Whereas the ones that are like, eh, whatever. Those are the ones people are like, oh, I like that. That mm-hmm. that, that, that line's so good. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's that was like a, that was like the dumb one. I didn't think it was good. So, yeah. you know, I think it's like it says something, you know, it's just like, don't think too hard. Let it all come out and then kind of go back afterward and like just kind of sculpt it and take away, trim the fat a little bit. But mm-hmm. don't try to do it as it comes out. I feel like that's the way to do it. OK, sure. It sounds like you got it down. <laughs> I don't know. Go I'm trying. It's, I'm trying. Mm hmm. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my favorite lyric. Hmm, I, I don't know if I'm going to think of it, but I, I really like um, the bridge of the song Crown Vic. I really like. Um, so it's I don't ever sleep. No, I just close my eyes, close my eyes. And when the morning comes, oh, I just act surprised. So I like that because it's not. It's like one of those lines where it's like, I didn't think too much about it. It was just like pretty obvious and like apparent, but I just liked how it sang. I like how it sounded in the song. And I like the concept. I'm like obsessed with uh, concepts for lyrics. Like each line could be very almost detached from the other line because I'm, I get so involved in like, in a two the two things that are going to rhyme, the two lines that are going to go together. I want them mm-hmm. to have like a whole song in themselves and oh. like a concept and like a movie in them. So I liked that one because it was just like I could hear someone tell me that or say that alone and I'd go, oh, that's cool. I like that. Like that's like satisfying. It, it, it rounds out completely. It's not like, oh, well, what's next? You know, mm-hmm. so um, and just that concept. I like ridiculous cartoony concepts put into like reality of like I don't sleep. I just close my eyes. And when the morning comes, I just act surprised. And it's like, it's, it's silly, but it's just like, yeah, I like that concept. And I truly like don't sleep well and never sleep. So that's why it, that's the meaning behind it, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it, that's the thing. It's all, everything has that real sense of like, Oh, this is this, it came from this part of my actual life and here's the truth to it. Um, but I'm never aware of that. Like, that's why I told you that backwards. Like at the end, I told you like, oh, I don't ever sleep. Like, oh, I didn't like I didn't even think of it that way because it's like it comes out first. And then I look back at it, I'm like, oh, that was just me telling myself, like, go to sleep. <laughs> like, that's all it is. OK. Wow. So it's all still <laughs> processing. basically. Yeah, literally everything. It, it hits you the next day. It's really or, or the next year or month or whatever, because it's like it's like, I don't know. It's like if imagine you had to come up with, you know, a great guitar riff or like a good lyric or melody or whatever like it's hard to do that before it exists and like if you had to if you knew you were about to make a great melody you'd never do it because you'd be putting all this pressure on yourself mm-hmm. so you know 
your best moments are usually when you're tired, like not like just about to go to bed or just waking up and you're just like, whatever, like, I don't care anymore. And like, you just get loose. And that's when you actually let yourself be, you know what I mean? And, the, and, you, and you get out of your own way, I feel like. Um, and then there's that time to go back, I think, and get in the way. But you have to get that initial, like, just write, 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 write a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and then look at it. And, and you can see it as a listener now and a viewer. Like, that's the hard part. It's like, I always make the joke of, I'll never be able to hear my own music and I'll never be able to hear my own voice or guitar playing or anything like that or what I look like. Um, because you just can't, you'll never be able to see that or hear that and be completely open to it and not know what you ate for lunch a week ago. You know, like you just know too much about yourself. So it's hard to just see it. And then that, so that's why I'm always like when people say things like, Oh, that was really good. Or I'm coming to the show or whatever. I'm always surprised because I'm like, I don't know. It's just weird. Cause I don't see me as someone like that. I'm just doing what I do. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, I feel like that is how you have to be with writing in that sense where it's just like, you just have to try to get, try to not be in the way. And then you can look at it as one of those people who can just, who are going to actually hear your music. And I think that's, that's the coolest thing because I love so much music, other people's music. Um, and it's like, oh man, I wish I could hear my music that way. Cause then I could write a billion hit songs every day because I could just hear it and go, yeah. oh, this is good. This is bad. Done. But when it's yeah. your own thing, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, when you hear your own voice on like a voicemail or something, you're like, ah, I didn't know I sounded like that, you know, <laughs> yep. but everyone, and then everyone else is always like, you're crazy. You sound fine. And it's like, because they're not being so critical of you. They're just near you, you know, to them anyway. Um, so yeah, it's a, the weirdest thing ever. It's a complete nightmare, but it's great. <laughs> since, since you like brought up people like coming out to your shows and everything, uh, I saw you at Sad Summer Asbury and I know that that was like oh. a last minute kind of thing. So I kind of want to ask how that came about since we're kind of on the topic of shows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So it was just like, I'd never played a show before, like a solo show, anything like that under my name. Um, Mm. and the night before that me and like my band that I threw together, like we played this like secret show in a dive bar. Like it was just like, no one was there. And that was the point. We just wanted to like rehearse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was like terrible. Everything blew up. Like, it was oh. bad. It was very bad. But that was like, it was just like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? And that happened at like, you know, 10 PM. And then we're just like packing up and then whatever. And my manager called me, was like at like midnight and he's like, Hey, and I was actually, the venue was like across the street from where that show was at mm-hmm. the stone pony. So I'm like across the street, Kesha is playing. And it's the weird, it's like the most surreal okay. moment. I was just like, what? I just walk out and I hear like, TikTok on the yeah. like, what the <laughs> so I'm sitting there listening to Kesha depressed in the parking lot and all of a sudden my manager calls me and he's like hey what are you doing tomorrow I was like I don't nothing I guess we just played this terrible show and he's like um can you do you guys want to play the summer stage tomorrow at this thing like uh, someone dropped out and you got to play and I was like okay yeah let's do it i was like what time do you have to be there and it's like midnight at this point he's like 10 a.m is the load in of like you have to get there and i was like oh okay so there's no time to like fix the things that went wrong at this show like we had this plan of like all right you know we can go and rehearse five more times before we actually go on the tour we were going on and this was like and then i just like turned to everyone i was like we're playing there tomorrow (laughs) like go to sleep (laughs) right now like or actually no honestly everyone was like i'm not going to sleep tonight because we have to like practice because everyone was like messing up because we hadn't played before. Yeah. So we literally practiced all through the night. 
uh, like individually and then came together and played on this giant stage, which was like from zero to a hundred for us. Cause we'd never played together before. Yeah. And like, here we go. And like testing everything out and hopefully all the gear works and who remembers the song? Like, and it was like, awesome. Like for us anyway, it was so much fun. Like it worked, it was good. The crowd was cool. And I was like, oh, this is great. So it was like the perfect, literally that is being in the music world. It's like one day you're like, this is terrible. We just played the worst show. My life is over. What am I doing? And the next day you're playing for like 5,000 people on a giant stage. Everything's going right. And you're just like, what? Mm -hmm. So it's really weird within, within like less than 24 hours of each other, you can have like this crazy contrast of like ups and downs. And it's just, you know, that, that was a great kickoff. And then we were like, all right, cool. Ready for the tour. Like if we did this, we can do like the rest of the shows because like none of them are going to be as big as 5,000 people on this giant stage. So that was a good like confidence boost of like, no matter what, nothing's going to be as like scary or crazy as this scenario. So like we have that like false confidence of like, no matter what, we're good from here on out. So it was a good, a good moment, but that's sick. You were there. I didn't know you were there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just like, now that you're telling me that the night before you played a horrible show, I, I like think you're lying to me because you guys went up there and crushed it for a band that like <sighs> hasn't like really played a show together. Yeah, and, no. um, I had seen pictures on your Instagram after the fact, and I was very far up front, like within the first couple of rows. And okay. I could not imagine the amount. I, I did not realize there were that many people there at that time, yeah. like that early on. I know. Um, and how many people knew the words? Cause like no one to be completely honest, no one knew that you were playing until all time low posted the set list times. Yeah. Literally no one knew anything. And I was just like, all right, here we go. And yeah. And I was also like the other factor of it was like, Oh, this is going to be like a pop punk thing. Like I'm not pop punk at all. Mm -hmm. This doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. But you know, when that happens, you kind of just, it's almost good. I like stuff like that where it's like, you know, you don't belong and you're like the ugly duckling that sticks out because like, you already won like you already stick out just by being different even if like it's not the genre they like mm -hmm. so it's like if you're good just try to be as good as you can at your thing and it'll still like people will still walk away with like oh that was cool mm -hmm. so yeah. that was the goal i was like all right we don't fit in we're not ready for this this is the most people i've ever seen in front of me but like here we go and see that's what i mean by like those moments where you get out of your own way right because like when there's five thousand people in front of you you're not rehearsed you're not ready you there's no more like give up like you can't hold on anymore you can't think about it you can't think your way out of it like just go forward you're there people are here you're going like just go and that's why that show worked out where the show last night we were like literally treating it as like a rehearsal we were like this is gonna be a practice like let's hash it out mm -hmm. so and that's why it went poorly i think is like we were we weren't playing a show we were like thinking a show you know and yeah. then the stone pony thing was just like Everyone was scared. It was like you just got on the roller coaster. You can't stop it. So mm -hmm. just like throw your hands up and be like, whatever, like, what am I going to do about it? You know, and that's why I think, you know, it worked was just kind of holding on for dear life and, you know, just got out of our own way. But yeah, that was that was really fun. That was too many people. I, I looked <laughs> up. There was a moment where I got on stage and looked and I was like, whoa, like I did not look cool because I totally I was just like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> like I'd never been in that scenario before and everyone definitely knew it. Cause I was just like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but it was fun. Yeah. That was great. Oh yeah. Awesome. Uh, so back to the EP, how'd the track list for the EP come about? Did you write the opener to the opener? Closer to be the closer. Did you just kind of shuffle it around? Uh, what was your process for that? Like, yeah, I mean, um, it's a, it's such a long EP cause they're usually like three songs, I think. But um, yeah, this, this EP is just kind of like, 
it's so much of there's a lot of music that's already released obviously on it but i just wanted to have them all together as like a one set um thing and then when it came to putting it all together it was like all right the opener leaves has always just felt like an opener um like energy wise like it just starts in this weird place and it go and it touches on everything that i like you know so i like that aspect of kind of what i do musically so um it does all of it and i kind of love that whereas other songs kind of stick to one world a little bit more than the others do um but yeah so that that was the opener and then it was just kind of like making sure it went up and down the right ways and the dynamic was nice and everything um the last song yellow lights was like i added that in it wasn't even going to be like on it i don't think but last minute i was like let me throw one more thing on there and it was like it just has to be the ending song it's just like slow and feels very dramatic and at the end it's like nothing can happen after this so mm-hmm. once you have the opener and the closer the rest you just it's literally just kind of like it doesn't matter too much so you just you know do your best to do what you would want to hear you know mm-hmm. so yeah okay that's fair yeah uh, so what song off this ep took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite oh cool uh the longest to write is a lot of them took it like they just kind of like hovered around for a while um uh crown vic took the most attempts there's like a billion versions of it because it's the weirdest formatted song it doesn't just do like verse chorus verse chorus bridge done mm-hmm. um so that was the, that took the longest and like the most headache of just like why can't i figure this out um because it was like there should be a chorus here because we did a verse and a chorus and a verse so here we go but every time it happened it was just like no this is wrong so it was the song was just telling me like i don't want this like you got to do it this way so i was just it took me a while to hear what the song wanted to be um and then i don't know my fate my favorite one i really like uh, i don't know it's so weird now I'm like I'm not sick of them, but I've heard them so much and played them so much. I just think of them live, like playing live. I guess my favorite to play might be Leaves. I really like the ending of Leaves. It's really like different than the beginning of it, and I kind of like how it goes from that wide of a range. Um, but yeah, um, off my mind. People really like off my mind. It's just and that's one of those songs where it's like stupid simple lyrics in the very beginning, and everyone's like, oh, like perfect and i'm like okay it's like i don't know i wasn't thinking yeah. about it you know so i like that one in the sense of like it's just like this simple thing that's very easy to do but it like has a big weight to it you know um mm-hmm. so yeah probably probably leaves and off my mind are my favorite yeah okay uh so where was your headspace at while you're writing the cp um crazy because it was just like COVID. it just literally was in a basement um and like the band i was in prior to it broke up like day one of covid and i was like oh okay like my life's over like this is cool (laughs) and freaked out and then the next morning i was like no just keep going like nothing changed just just keep going so i went in my basement it was just like all right like reinvent the wheel here let's see what i can do and it ended up being like more fun and easier because it was just me like I would Mm -hmm. like i would like get a good song idea and i'd go to like turn around to like what do you guys think and it was like oh (laughs) no one's here yeah so, so it was a lot of like getting used to the new um process but mm-hmm. at the same time like in the band it was always kind of like that like i was always kind of the one being like hey like i'm just gonna go do my own thing um but now there was like guilt free i was just like doing yeah. it full on so it was different i didn't expect that um so and it just also felt like 
I learned a lot of new things where it was like in the band situation, I was thinking more in terms of like, when you think of a band, you don't think of like singing, you think of the singer or you think of like the strokes or like Arctic monkeys or something where it's like, it's about sounding cool. It's about doing a thing. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily about like trying to sing well, Mm -hmm. when you think of pop music, you think of like Ariana Grande and things like that, where it's like, oh, they're like very, very good at singing and like Mm -hmm. using it, you know, they're using it for the song and the production and everything. I always shied away from that because I felt like a band isn't supposed to have like a singing singer unless you're like queen or something where it's like you have, you know, it's all about that. Um, But so then I started like doing these TikTok videos, which I never did before. And people were like, oh, wow, cool. Like, I like your voice. And I was like, my voice like I just like forgot I even like had a voice that people because no one ever said that with the band it was always like I like that song I like that performance like I like that guitar part like it was never about like singing because I never put it out there it was always very like just sing the parts because that's what you do Mm -hmm. um but with this since it was just me I like felt more kind of freed up to do that because it was like I, there was no band so it felt like you know and it was literally there's no difference it's still me making songs and it sounds like a band when you hear a recording of it but um it was just those simple things of just you lift these like weird gates out of your mind of that what you thought you could or couldn't do and now you can do them even though it was always there you just like unlocked it you know so i started like leaning into it being like oh okay i can like sing i'm gonna sing then okay like didn't know but uh, so that was different when I was recording, I would like do a vocal take and it was like a little like flashy or I would do something and I was like, wow, I kind of like really was like showing a thing there and like trying to really sing, sing. And um, but then I started liking it and being like, oh, I like this aspect. And now that means I can what genre can I do? I can do anything now. I don't have to be like an yeah. rock thing where it's like, you know, like sad, simple. Da, da, da. Um, so it's nice. I, I like being able to do that. And it doesn't feel like i'm out of like the, the territory like i just feel like there's no rules i can make a song that's like really crazy and loud and rock or i can make an acoustic song and it doesn't come off weird because there's that like solo artist aspect to it that mm-hmm. allows people to do anything which is probably why we have so many solo artists now more than bands um because bands you listen to a band and it's like you want to hear that thing you want to go yeah. hear like the pixies or something because it's going to sound like that um, which is great. And my favorite thing in the world is like a band. Um, but I do also like that whole thing of like, I can make a EP or a record and like song to song, I can do anything I want. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't seem like it's all over the place. Cause it's like, Oh, that's just like what he felt like doing. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, where with the band thing, it's like, it's weird because, uh, you also have to like the bass player, like plays the bass on every song. Mm-hmm. And the drummer has to play drums, even if it's not, correct like if it's if it's not appropriate for that song like you just do it because like that's your job like you're the you're the drummer so you have to play the drums on the song even though like the bass player has a better like feel for it even though he's not as good at drums like where that's now it's like i'll be like playing the synth part and then i'll play the drums on it and i'm not as good at drums as the guy i usually bring in to play drums but sometimes i'll use that because i'm like that is a better feel like he's going to do something different that isn't right for it necessarily Hmm. um so that's cool. That's been cool, you know, thinking about things that way where it's like just kind of like always make a mess, like just like all different ingredients all the time makes for like a more interesting situation, I think. Um, so that's that was a new process for me. And I'm like now I'm fully into that and like happy about it. I love that. That's amazing. I'm so happy that you're able to actually creatively like express yourself all the yeah. way being yeah. a solo artist. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was it's different. But I'm uh, 
I'm getting used to it. I like it. Oh yeah. Good. Good. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends? Should they go in the dark with some headphones on? Should they blast at a party? Is it a workout EP? What wow. do you recommend? That's pretty good. Um, I don't know. It's uh, like I was saying, each song kind of has its own world where it's like it, everything's good in the car. I will say that mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, especially like now in the fall, like just drive around. That's going to be, I would recommend always drive around um, to hear music because it's, when you drive and listen to music, you know, it's almost like I wish that, you know, there was a way to put vinyl in cars because literally yeah. like like people all get, get like got really into vinyl, like including me. But I'll throw a record on and I'm still like sitting here and there's my computer and I'm like my phone is there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like and then I get to and I'm like, I didn't even listen like it was playing. Yeah. But I'm defeating the whole purpose that was romanticized about vinyl records, which is like, oh, we exactly. sit around and like, listen, you know, like our parents mm-hmm. would always say that. And it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird because like when you're in the car, you can't really text, you can't do anything. You're just going forward. You're focused on this thing. It's weird because you're focused on something, but also like you can drive in your sleep at a certain point. Like you're just like, you know, you don't like think about every single moment of that. Mm-hmm. So you're in this weird state of like, you're just like empty. So the music mm-hmm. is great because you're able to let it do its job, you know, where usually it's like you're on Spotify and you click on it and then you're on like YouTube and then you're like texting someone and then someone calls you and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I listened to that new like Kanye record. Yeah, it's like, did you or did you just play it at some point all the way <laughs> mm-hmm. through on a computer and you were just like doing other shit? Cause that's mm-hmm. the thing. I feel like anytime I'm like, I'm gonna listen to a record, I put it on on Spotify. And the first song, I'm like, oh, cool, cool. And then I just, you know, you start doing other stuff because you're literally mm-hmm. on a computer on your phone with all this other stuff on it that like Spotify is like the least active thing you can do on it. You know, like you're going to immediately get like notifications and mess around. So the car, I think, is the way to do it. Um, but you could work out to it, I guess. I don't know. I can't imagine working out to my voice. That would be <laughs> the weirdest thing in the entire world. Like I would freak. I have like a bunch of these T-shirts and I'm on them. And like one of them, like a couple of them get like messed up, like when people print them or whatever, like the person who sends me them. And so I'm just like, all right, I can't sell these. So I'll just like use them as like going to bed shirts, or like workout mm-hmm. shirts. And the other day I was like doing a workout and I like looked up and I was like, oh God, I can't do this anymore. This is, this is way too weird. It's like me like in black and white, like all like Siri. I'm like, nah, not going to do that anymore. It's way too. It was a great day to work out until I saw that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I was really like, I could do anything. And I was like, oh God, no, I can't. Go yeah. back yeah. to bed. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Yeah. So this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Ooh, in three words. Are they connected or are they just like? There's three words. Three words. They can be if yeah. you want. Like a three word sentence. Okay. Um, no, um, I don't know. Um, damn. But not like genre based, right? I'm not going to do that. I shouldn't do that. That's no, you don't have to. You don't have to. Nah, genres are done anyway, it seems. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh god. Don't think too hard. I know. See, this is the thing I was telling you mm-hmm. about. Um, all right, blah, blah, blah. let me think. Um, let me get one. Let me get one. Uh first thing I would say is it is. <laughs> Damn, just one to start with one this is so hard all right um it is oh okay it is um 
it's bright. Okay. I would say, and which is different. I usually don't do that, but I would say it is like for the first time, I feel like I'm making music that has this brighter thing to it. And I think that has a lot to do with the singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it's big. There, are, there's, I would say it's pretty big as far as like how it feels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say it's also very round or rounded out or whatever you want to say where like I think it does start somewhere and I light and where it ends up it's mm-hmm. a very like round situation I don't know <laughs> I like That's that good. yeah right big and go. round yeah it's great <laughs> um, great um so what was your favorite memory that you made while creating this EP um my favorite memory um I don't know there were so many good there's so many moments because I'm in a basement that like the heater comes on or like someone walks in upstairs or like my dog jingles around or whatever. Um, and it's all over the record. Like it's not that apparent, but it's definitely in there. Um, especially on the uh, going to California song. That's just me and a piano. I did it upstairs. Um, and it was like, cause that's where my piano is. And it was just like, it was raining and like, I just leaned into it like opened the windows and like mm-hmm. my dog I forgot to take the collar off him so it was like jingling whenever he like moved and I was like mm-hmm. oh god um so I don't know all that the recording process was like really fun because it was the it was a first time it felt like it felt like when I was like six years old being like like learning how to like oh I'm just gonna like play with this like recording toy or like you know like a stupid instrument thing like it felt like that it felt very like playful because I'm just like home and by myself and like there was no time limit because covid made everything feel like the world was over mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i literally like sold all my stuff that i usually would use to play live shows like pedals and like amps oh, wow. and stuff like that because i was That's just like big deal yeah i don't know i just like i was they were just like taking up space and i was like i'm never gonna play it like there's never gonna be a show again because that's huh. That's the problem with being like a crazy artist person. It's like you just think in terms that don't make any sense where you're just like, oh, they'll never be, you know, I'm never going to play a show again. And then immediately I had to buy all my stuff again, like yeah. buy it all over again, set it all up the exact <laughs> yeah. same way. I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, there's just, that's how it works. You know, everything's so like definite and like this is it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Just like going through that weird roller coaster of like, oh, the world's over. So like making music in my basement is like the least I can do. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, there wasn't this, like, I really loved how you didn't look at your phone as an artist anyway, and see like other bands and artists on tour and like mm-hmm. other, other bands and artists being like, Oh, here's a new music video. Like everything was done. Everything was down. Everything was just off. It was like driving in the car. It was like, there's something about that when you wake up and you see another artist doing something, or even if it has nothing to do with music, it's like, you feel behind because yeah. you're literally waking up to this thing being like, what, what you guys already like are out doing this. The video could mm-hmm. be from two years ago, mm-hmm. but there's just something about seeing something when you wake up that you feel behind. And like mm-hmm. that went away. Cause it just felt like everyone was just stuck and like, we're all in this together. So it allowed me to kind of feel very free to be like, well, whatever, this doesn't really matter. So let me just like loosen up and go for it, you know? So which is great. And now, and I remember when it started ending, I remember when people started playing shows again and like things picked up and that crept back in and it was full on like, all right, I got to get back into like competitive mode of like, I need to like try and be aware of what I'm doing and race around for deadlines and like get this video done. And like, 
and that's great. I'm, and now that it's back, I love it because that was the thing I thought I was going to be like, oh, but now that it's back, I'm like, oh, I love playing shows and I love that feeling. Um, but it was like this really cool moment. That I don't think we'll ever get again unless this shit happens again. Um, but like, I just feel like it was a cool moment not to take for granted of like for creative people anyway, you know, just seeing what you are capable of as an actual just like human animal without like crazy shit going on online and like you just i don't know we don't often get to feel what that's like other than when we're like you know waking up just waking up and like don't look at our phone for a second you know that's like that one Mm -hmm. second you get to be actually like oh i'm just a person and then it's like oh no i'm an artist or i need to do this you know it's like you you don't and then you look at every other animal and it's like they're like in that little moment forever they're always just like exactly. i just gotta like a squirrel is just like i gotta find this food and that's all i'm doing today mm-hmm. i'm being a squirrel though and it's like it's great you know and like i guess you could argue that our nature as humans is to do shit we need to build skyscrapers and we need to do stuff and i get that but at the same time like when you lose your phone for like a week or it breaks it's like the best thing ever because yep. you literally there's no choice. There's no choice but to be disconnected, you know, but when you have the option to, you're always going to opt to like, oh, let me look, you know, so it's like, Mm -hmm. it was nice to be forced to, you know, not be able to do that, I think. For sure. Uh, So for the last couple of questions, we can shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, beautiful. Um, Homemade tacos, like not classy, like very very basic ortega tacos that i would make like literally just ridiculous simple but just so good with a coca-cola with ice okay it's very Perfect. simple i like it that's it yeah, that's literally good. that's it yeah all right Solid. Uh, so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question what is your favorite color Ooh. okay um I want to say, well, it's kind of in this video. It's kind of like, I really, I love the color pink. I love, um, my favorite thing in the world is like, uh, I think it's called like shell pink or like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very like old, like fifties, like cars and appliances and stuff had that like, yeah, dull, like that dull whitish pinkish, like almost white. It's almost white. Um, that's my favorite color. I think it's just like the most perfect thing it just feels like okay this is nice you know but like i think i used to like red red used to be my favorite color because it was like cool i don't know but now i'm like really into the shell pink i would say okay yeah it's Both a very good colors. pink yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh so as gloria said that's all the questions we have today is there anything uh, that you would like to plug uh i don't know what do you know um let me think okay so music video and ep come out tomorrow mm-hmm. the 22nd yeah out by the time that this congratulations is- Thanks. Yeah, I literally, that's why I was late. I literally was driving to my videographer's house to get the thumb drive with the video on it because I have to upload it to YouTube like today, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you probably do that. Um, and there was like a detour. And I was like, ah. Oh. And then I got stuck behind a school bus and then I got stuck oh my behind God. a train. And I was like, this the is worst. great. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's going to be great. So yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Just like, Go listen to the stuff, man. It's coming out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. All That's right. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been Joe P. And we have been the Good Noise Podcast. Thanks, guys.